welcome to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I'm Shelley Qualtera, your host. This podcast was created for you, the woman who wants more in her life, for her family, and in her relationships. We're going to spend time creating inspiration and motivation while providing you with tangible, practical strategies and tools for your life to find greater happiness, love, and fulfillment. I will provide you with real-life takeaways that have you not only thinking about, but taking action to create your fiercely fabulous life. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Today's podcast is dedicated to exploring some science, some research, and some strategies for leading a happier life. So welcome to today's podcast, and let's delve into the world of happiness. And actually, I'm going to make this really specific and have it to be a Canadian perspective, my friends, because as you know, if you're regular listeners, I am based in Calgary, Alberta, in Canada, and I love talking about mental health, mental wellness, and giving you guys research behind the reasons I'm talking about things, but also giving you really practical bite size tools, tips, strategies, and skills to action in your life. You know, I've been doing work in the mental health field for over 30 years now. And what I've heard so many times is that I love going to counseling. I love doing therapy. It works. It's great. But I feel better when I leave. But sometimes I struggle with what do I do to make the actual tangible change? How do I do that? I've been seeing a therapist for years now, and I still feel like I'm a bit stuck on this same issue. So because of all the different places and spaces I've worked in and the lives that I've walked within in some really challenging and difficult places and spaces, I have decided that It really is one of my passions to provide you with the research, the real skills and tools, and help you feeling unstuck and, well, happier. So let's begin by taking a look at some really fascinating research in Canada on happiness. So a study conducted by the Canadian Research Institute found that happiness levels in Canada have been consistently high over the years. And that's pretty fascinating and amazing for us that Canadians overall are really quite happy people. And through the research by the Canadian Research Institute, they stated that the majority of Canadians report a sense of satisfaction with their lives. However, it is important and essential to note that happiness is subjective. It does vary from person to person. Do you know that there is a little bit of a genetic component to happiness? That some of your happiness actually is genetic, but the vast majority of happiness is actually chosen. You decide on what influences your happiness, how happy you're going to be, what factors in your life, what critical elements, what social elements tie into your individual happiness. So according to Stats Canada, individuals who have strong social ties, strong social connections, a sense of belonging, 
a place that they can call home, warm friendships that they can lean into, tend to experience higher levels in happiness than those of us who isolate more, don't feel connected, don't feel as though they have a sense of community. So one tip, if you want to improve and increase your happiness, engaging in activities that fill you up, joining community groups, volunteering, connecting with family and friends, do greatly contribute to one's happiness. The research shows us this. The research tells us this over and over again, particularly with Canadians. And I'm sure that's probably other places as well. But having that sense of social ties and a sense of belonging is really important in feeling happiness. So building on that, let's talk about some strategies and tools that Canadians can use to improve their happiness that you as a listener can use to improve your happiness. One powerful tool is practicing gratitude. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're like, Shelly, seriously, we hear this all the time. Mindfulness, gratitude, breathing. But you guys, there's research behind this. The University of Toronto did a study on gratitude and expressing gratitude regularly leads to increased happiness. I always say where you look is where you go. If you're looking down the hole of darkness and it feels yucky and heavy and awful and all you can see is the bumps and the the messy, dirty things, then that's the direction we go. If we can look at that same path and think, this might be tricky and this might be tough, but I can make it. I can conquer this. I am grateful that I'm here because I'm going to be on this learning journey. Actually, expressing gratitude can can and does regularly lead to increased happiness and improved overall well-being. You can conquer the hard things. You can face the tricky challenges. And being so grateful in our lives that we're still here to be able to have these challenges in front of us, to be able to deal with them. So when you're thinking about happiness and when you're thinking about strategies and tools, be grateful. Think about what gratitude really means and looks like for you. Take a few minutes each day to reflect on the things that you are grateful for. Sometimes this can have a really profound impact on your levels of happiness. It doesn't have to be huge, amazing, you know, gigantic things that you're grateful for. Maybe it's just that you got up and out of bed this morning. Maybe it's just that you got to have a phone call with your mom or your friend. Maybe it's that your kiddo gave you a hug this morning and they don't do that all the time. Maybe it's because somebody told you they liked your shoes. Just those little tiny things that we can reflect on that often we brush off, we don't take a minute to to understand or look at, and it does improve our happiness. Again, if we're looking down that dark tunnel, tunnel and all we're seeing is the bumps and the messy, dirty We could look down that same tunnel and think, this is going to be a challenge. I can conquer this. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Another strategy that's worth mentioning is the importance of physical activity. Being physically active at least four or five days of the week um, really helps with our overall levels of happiness. Moving your body, getting out in the sunshine. According to the Canadian Physical Activity Guidelines, 
engaging in regular exercise not only improves your physical health, but also boosts your mental health and your mental wellness. Now, if you want to learn more about physical health, linked to mental health, diet, nutrition, exercise, be sure to connect with Samantha Wong. She is the nutritionist on my team. You can find all of her information and all of her details on our website under coaches. She will increase your happiness by helping you understand regular exercise and diet because it not only improves that physical health, but it really improves that mental health because physical activity actually releases endorphins, which are natural mood enhancers. And also it's directly linked. Those endorphins and getting out and doing physical activity are also directly linked to levels of anxiety and depression. Being physically active and releasing those endorphins and being able to have that natural high by being active and getting outside or, you know, being in the gym and doing weights or dancing or skipping or sit-ups or whatever it is that you're doing in your living room with your kids actually can be almost as effective for some people as medication. Now, of course, medication is needed sometimes for some people, absolutely 100%, but Being active is also going to help improve your mood. So whether it's going for a walk or cycling or participating in a sport, incorporating physical activity into your daily routine is going to contribute to greater happiness. So let's also not forget about work-life balance. Now, for those of you who know me and for those of you who listen to me, I don't really necessarily believe in work-life balance because that's tricky. Balance is hard. Balance is really, really a tricky thing. But there's, I talk about overall mental wellness. And there's eight categories that we look at when we're trying to create overall wellness in our world, not just work and not just life. We want to look at our social aspects, our occupation and how that feeds into things, our physical wellness, our intellectual wellness, emotionally, how are we doing? What is our environment like? Do we feel safe, happy, connected? Do we feel like we have a place in our home financially and spiritually? So I know I just quickly went over those categories, but I talk about it as a wellness wheel, having overall health and wellness, not just a balance between two things. And we know as Canadians, we really value work-life balance. And there are numerous studies that have shown when individuals, you and me, feel a sense of control over our time and able to prioritize, not just being swept under the current of work, that we have time to do the things that bring us joy, to experience those connections with our family and our friends and hiking in the mountains and going on a holiday or reading a book or just sitting in the peace and quiet of our backyards, that where we're finding these little nuggets of satisfaction improves our happiness. And my friends, it is so crucial and so critical to make sure you are setting boundaries, boundaries with work, boundaries with friends, saying no when you need to say no without having to give explanation and allocating time for yourself. 
for your hobbies and spending that quality time doing the things you want to and the things that you love. Another aspect that sometimes we overlook a little bit, but one that is important that we could take a look at is being mindful and thinking about what happiness means for us. Sometimes for some people, this does mean meditation. Sometimes for some people, mindfulness is getting out for a good run. But research from the University of British Columbia has shown that practicing mindfulness actually reduces stress. It improves focus, it enhances our overall wellness and well-being, and as Canadians, we can explore mindfulness on apps, so calm, headspace, balance, maybe we can go to a yoga class or a meditation class or a walk in the park where it's nice and quiet, just something where you can find that peace and sit with your thoughts and being mindful about what's happening and going on for you. Those are some great apps, by the way. I've used all of them and they're wonderful. So finally, let us acknowledge the power of giving back to others. Whether that is engaging in little acts of kindness, whether that is just saying thank you, whether that is smiling at somebody, whether that is volunteering, Those little acts of kindness that we can engage in, those little moments of generosity of just giving somebody that extra minute in the lineup or saying that they look nice today or really spending a minute and listening to what they're saying can also improve and increase our own happiness. As crazy and wild as it sounds, giving back to others makes us feel a sense of pride, makes us feel that we have purpose and and we can benefit other people in our world. So whether that's volunteering or whether that is making an impact in a positive way in your community, whether that's volunteering in your kid's school, whether that is, like I said, just commenting and complimenting somebody in your workplace, those little moments, those little acts of kindness are so important to helping us feel better. And there you have it, my friends. A really quick podcast today on happiness and some of those strategies and, and tools to create happiness for yourself. So social elements and figuring out how you want to fill that up for you. Practicing gratitude, physical activity, creating overall wellness in your world through those eight categories that I mentioned, thinking about mindfulness and, and spending some time filling up your own cup, giving back to others. And remember, happiness is a lifelong journey. It's important to find the strategies, the tools that work best for you, whether that is fostering your social connections, practicing gratitude, staying physically active, maintaining your overall health, creating wellness in your world, embracing and connecting with mindfulness, or engaging in act of kindness. There are a variety of ways for you to find your own happiness bit by bit, step by step, and bite by bite. Thank you all for being here today, and I look forward to seeing you soon.
Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Please be sure to share with any woman in your life that needs more. Have a great day and see you soon.